0: The Social, social Introvert. Social, 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 Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Social Introvert podcast. I'm your host Sid Davis. This is episode 403. You can find the show exclusively on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you want to find me on social media, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at @sid_davis. Send your thoughts. You got any questions, you need any advice, send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. So my boy is back, man. It's been a while since we've been on a pod together. Um I got I got a question to ask him real quick, man, because it took me by surprise last night. But welcome back, Malik
1: Miller, man. What's going on, dude? Man, just <laughs> Hanging out in the six, you know, doing my thing. <laughs> yeah, I seen. But yeah, um, I'm curious to see what this question is. So. Yeah, I
0: seen uh, the little screenshot you had uh, to Jupiter in back. And you see you got a new podcast coming. I was like, whoa, I was like, wait a minute. I know. Now, I'm not like surprised because I know you said that eventually you're going to do it again, but you don't you didn't know what to do with it or what it was going to be like and then you you popped up out of nowhere with that one so what's that about dude
1: yeah so the to jupiter and back podcast is it's like an interview style podcast where like you know i'll have um various like artists producers creators you know digital design whoever i'm feeling like and it's basically like why their artistry should be played or shared to jupiter and back and um it's it's a podcast where you know i was kind of after the mac chat podcast um stopped i kind of just like took a break from podcasting and just focused on music again and stuff and then there was just a part of me that just kind of missed like coming up with the ideas and like just talking and like interacting with the fans and seeing what people thought of the podcast and and honestly just sharing my thoughts about certain things and what makes this podcast like very unique um is that it's a place to give artists creators a place to kind of talk their shit like just like let people know about themselves and um And it's kind of like like a very good way to cross promote each other. Like you know what I mean? Like I have them on the podcast, Mm -hmm. and then I share it to everyone I know. They have it, and then it's just like a great way to just like network and like meet new people. And um, it's very cool because during the podcast we get to share music, um, and then I have like very specific questions about um, the artists and i and then after i actually shot so i shot my trailer episode which is the one you saw
0: yeah
1: um, the screenshot of and then, and then the, the first episode is actually dropping today and uh, it is with my friend so tragic who us who have been working on a lot of music nothing's released yet but we have um, a lot of new music coming out and it's just cool because it's like How we met is, like, we actually live in the same apartment building. We go to the same school, and it was just kind of, like, a really weird, like, kind of, like, destiny almost put us together. And then it's, like, he and I are pretty much really the only R&B rap, or, like, R&B hip-hop style people really at my school that are artists. I mean, obviously, there's producers and stuff that make that stuff, but, like, as an artist. uh, So it was just very dope so i thought he should be the first one he's from ottawa and uh mm-hmm. and and yeah so i just think um, and i'm a big space guy so there's like space topics like uh, kind of like what's your craziest like space experience you ever had and it's like i'm keeping the questions very like the questions are very they're gonna be the same but everyone's answers are going to be different which i think is gonna be so cool right, is yeah. that everyone's gonna have a different experience everyone like started music differently or started designing differently and um yeah so it's really cool i hope uh everyone wants to check it out it's gonna be very cool to introduce you to new artists and everything
0: nice that's dope that's dope yeah i listened to the trailer uh uh last night and i'm thinking oh, i was gonna be because everyone's trailers are so short dude like and it's not a problem, but I was like, well, I was like, well, I, I guess I'll see what Malik's trailer is like. And then you just you gave like a whole rundown. It, it didn't even feel like a trailer, really. It felt like a, it felt like an episode within itself. Somewhat. And then you had one of your songs, you had uh, Jupiter make the call uh, start playing at the end. I was like, oh, this shit's is dope. OK, so. I definitely yeah, I can't wait for it to drop so I can listen to it so and I know you said it drops today yeah, um, and the- at the t- oh my bad at real quick people at the time of this recording this is Saturday right now and it, the the listeners know that they know I record early on so uh so you said it drops today
1: Yeah um yeah so it's going to drop what is today the 4th yeah, so it, yeah, it's going to drop June 4th. And, um, and, and like, I'm not really sure the scheduling. I think the scheduling is going to be just whenever I can get the artist. I'm probably going to edit it the same day, just right after, and then probably post it the next day once I listen to it all the way through and, like, make sure it's good. But um I'm already, like, I... I'm actually very shocked that I might, have to, I might have to do two episodes a week. Like, that's how many people actually hit me up to be on the podcast. So it's what? actually, like, pretty exciting. <laughs> I'm booked. Dude, I'm booked already until August. It's, like, the end of August. Like So, like, September, if I kept it one week, or, like, if I did one podcast a week, I couldn't book any Blades until September. And, like, there's a lot of good people that i'd want to get on it it's like ice like <laughs> it's crazy and it's like i have a lot of cool people that um are going to be on it that um like some people i've just been social media friends with some people i know really well so and like some people are like all over the world and just like it's really cool that it's really cool to kind of i just kind of like took my shot and i just yes that's
0: man because i know you said man you had a lot of traffic come in and people hit you up i was like damn okay you say you're booked until august
1: basically september yeah
0: september that's fire because i know you so you said it's just gonna be a seasonal podcast or
1: you know right now i think it's I know on the trailer, I said it's, like, a good summer podcast. Uh, but depending on how it goes, like, towards, like... Like, depending on kind of the traction it gets from everyone, like, promoting it and stuff. If it becomes a thing, and, like... I don't know, because I'm somebody that I love hearing other people mm-hmm. love what they do. Like, I, I hate seeing like celebrities and stuff like not care about somebody who's not known like i think like even if i were to like win a grammy i would still be trying to go and find the most underground people that i that because that's the kind of music i like is the alternative Mm -hmm. stuff and go find like the stuff that's good enough to be mainstream but it's just different enough that it's not and just like shine the light on them like because to me Um, My favorite quote is by a former NFL wide receiver. Now he's a CBS analyst, but his name is Nate Burleson. And I just remember he said this quote that was like, um, I never cared if my team drafted a wide receiver with the first round pick that they had. And I would give them every tool and every piece of knowledge I could to help them become the best fighters. And, and, I, and I will give them everything, but I won't let them outwork me. Or something along the lines of that, to where it's like, he's not gonna keep any secrets from them cause, because that's how he's gonna keep his edge. He's gonna keep his edge because he's just gonna show up and like work harder because he already knows the secrets he's giving them. And th- that's kind of like me, like, I, I'm confident enough in my abilities that I would literally help anybody anytime I could just to see them succeed because it's not even about like handouts. Like it's not even like I'm trying to give people free handouts. Like I make people yeah. work for it. Like, but it's like everyone needs somebody in their corner. And it's just kind of like there were times in my life where I didn't have anyone in my corner. And if I just had somebody like, hey, like you got this, just keep pushing a little harder. Like, try this, try that, and they didn't do it for me. (laughs) They still didn't. Yeah, I probably would have got out of my situation sooner, but I didn't, and it it made me grow and realize that life is what you make it, and I want to be somebody that is remembered as somebody who is, like, the most unselfish person. You know what I mean? Like, in my music, I may sound cocky, but I'm completely humble, and because I just love people who love themselves. Like, I love people that believe in themselves. Mm-hmm. And so I want to make sure that this podcast is all about dreamers, thinking big, thinking about outer space, thinking about why your music should be played to Jupiter and back. Like, that's a far distance. And and, and it's kind of like I said this on the podcast. It's kind of like I kind of want my podcast to be like the cat, like the capsulated, put it in a spaceship and just send it to space and then people can just decide like a generation
0: from now yeah
1: that's dope yeah exactly it's just like okay cool like and 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 honestly i think everyone on my list and people who who i haven't reached out to yet because i don't want to be like oh i can book you in my podcast for september and like make them feel like they're not like oh like your last priority like I don't want anybody to feel right, like yeah. that so I'm just like I'm gonna hold off until like it starts to go um, and so the people who I haven't asked and the people who I have asked I feel like they're all gonna go somewhere and I think it's really cool because that'd be amazing if just like I just happened to be the person that talked to them before they got like that first big break and then it was like yeah like that's what the podcast is all about is just like I think for
0: me, man, like just just that thought, the, the fact that there are people out there, because I, I go along the same lines as doing that, but just to know that there's somebody else out there willing and able enough to give other people, put other people on a platform just to say, hey, hey, man, this is how much I appreciate the art. You know, whatever you do, your, your music, your... uh painting your video game designing your whatever you do i think that's so dope and there's and i say that because it's not enough it's really not enough of us out there shocking but (laughs) as much as i'm on instagram and i you know how many people you know this like people on instagram like people who can draw voice act just produce and it's like no one's really reaching out and i'm sitting here and i know you are too It's like, hell, like, why not put them on my shit, you know?
1: Yeah, and it's like, nobody, I mean, I'm sure, like, my really diehard fans would maybe listen to a podcast if it was just me talking about me. Like, sure, maybe, but why not? I really liked MacChat because it was like a conversation about topics. And it's mm-hmm. like, obviously, but it wasn't necessarily the kinds of topics that I would want to just like naturally talk about. It was more so like planned. We read the news, saw high like headlines. We we're like, okay, is this relevant to people might listen? And it, And it was a totally different way. And I loved that concept, but it's like, it made me learn that I just want to be more me. So that's why. And... Just like you said, like, you're one of the first people that ever kind of gave me that same platform to go and, like, talk my shit about myself and, like, kind of let a new audience hear me. And so in a way, like, you kind of inspired this podcast because it was like, it's so fun to come out here and just talk to you and just about whatever we want to talk about. And, like, it could spiral into, it could start with music, spiral into Pokemon or whatever.
0: (laughs) Spirituality. Just
1: yeah. Yeah, that
0: that's the that's the great thing about it. Like a lot of people think that I'm just this person that'll talk music 24-7. I'm like, half the people that I know, I said not even half, majority of the people that I know that are into music, it'll start it might start with music, but it goes into like this whole different thing that has nothing to do with it or when we talk it may not have nothing to do with music at all but eventually our conversation will get around to that that's what i it's funny how people that aren't really in the know they think we're just talking about um our our basic conversation is mainly either just about music or stupid uh, news topics like Kardashians or something like that. I'm like, oh no. I said we 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 go deep into this shit man, like it's is is more than meets the eye. I'll say that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then um it's just kinda like I mean like the things about like our types of podcasts is everyone talks about that stuff. You know what I mean? Like everyone's talking about the Kardashians or talking about Pete Davidson and Kanye or the Whatever the hell they feel like is relevant, but like, to be honest, like, I don't know them. So, I mean, as, as awesome as they can be yes, people, I don't know them, but it's like, I'm not going to sit there and unless something really like intrigues me or like a like a topic makes me want to talk about it. I'm, i much rather focus on things that I do know or things that I want to learn and I think you're the same way and that's why our podcasts are that's what separates our podcast from like the normal everyday like like the only podcasts that I really listen to are like mindset podcasts cause those ones are very like specific it's like okay oh if I'm feeling down on myself today I'm gonna watch that one Or or, or like something like that because they're very specific and I like specifics but I also like it when it's natural and it feels just like a that they didn't plan out like i have my questions and i have my layout for my podcast but it's based off of where the but i may ask it just a slightly different way every time or i might just like i'm not gonna go okay cool so here's one question okay cool next question what's this okay next question what's this like no like that's not natural like it's a conversation and that's why our podcasts are so fun because it's it can go wherever our minds drive it to and there's no really like schedule like there's no schedule on like what we have to talk about because it's not that's not important, important. yeah what's quality content and that's what we do just naturally you know
0: yeah man I, i'm excited bro because I, I i was about to Ask you because I was going to send, uh, look, like before before we had started recording, and I like I was just in and out, uh, you know, between sleeping and waking up. But I was going to hit you up actually last night. I was going to hit you up and ask them, like, well, when is the first episode drop? But by that time, uh, I, I, I fell out, man. I was, I went to sleep. I was just like, I'll ask him tomorrow. But now that I know, so I'm like, I'll, I'll be sure to check it out. Uh, today, especially after we're finished recording yeah that yeah, that's and- that's awesome
1: yeah um and and it's cool because you know I feel like <laughs> I feel like I needed a place to where I can you know talk to new and current you know people that i don't know because i'm really inspired by the people i surround myself with like i I really um i said on the podcast like there's only two qualifications that we start with that make us um basically that makes me want to be someone's friend and that's if um do they respect other people and like the way they treat people and do they believe in themselves if those two like if you have those two things then you're most likely a friend of mine and so it's like just the the, i i I wasn't expecting anybody to ask me honestly i was expecting i was gonna post this I (laughs) i was gonna feel stupid for trying to do something nice for people and and I got a response that kind of made me realize that, you know, like people respect what I do and, you know, like they, they respect my ideas and they know that it's a good opportunity and it's awesome because it's just a brand new podcast. So of course it's not going to be like shooting the charts and the ratings right away, but maybe one day we can get it to Jupiter and back. It's just believing, it's just believing in. And myself and the the creators and just like just having fun with it at, at the same time
0: that's what's up so then uh i recently been seeing uh some of the i guess behind the scenes footage with durazno um what's the next single that you guys are working on because it, it looked a little similar to to smoke not not saying like the aesthetic but i mean the the style of the behind the scenes
1: yeah so i mean right now we're working on like a trilogy movie kind of yeah thing. so like smoke was the third part of the trilogy so it's of your way to the first so then the next on which the video looks very good and um it's the same actor it like, um, it's the same setting. So it's like, you know, it plays kind of like, obviously like a movie, like, you know what I mean? He's not gonna have a different room every, every video. Um, but the next one is called paper cut dreams. That's the next single. Um, and then the one that you might've seen on Instagram was secrecy. That was, um, that's one of my favorite songs. That one is probably, like, I'm not really sure. I just know right now, like, our our main focus is these three singles. That, so then it's Smoke, Papercut Dreams, and then the last one will be Leave or Stay. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then the album will come, uh, Probably, probably end of this year, maybe early next year, depending on kind of how everything works out. But we're working on some really cool songs, some really cool, different styles. Uh, kind of introducing,
2: uh,
1: introducing that, introducing my Lincoln Park influence into the band, and it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool, like the singing and rapping simultaneously. Which is something I've never really done in my music, but it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I I, I listen to those demos like I listen to them, you know, pretty you know frequently, you know, ever since you sent them to me.
2: Yeah,
0: and I'm like, I already know, like, cause nor here's my thing. I like listening to music, uh, like the rough draft. I mean, of course, I like the mix and mastered versions, obviously, but uh, like people are a bit about. Kind of not wanting others to listen to like the rough draft version of their stuff, yeah. This is, but being a little different, I'm like, no, nah, I actually want to hear it. It is, it makes the experience much better. So, when I hear the rough draft version of these two songs, I'm like, uh, I know this shit's gonna like, through, like go through the roof. Like, <laughs> that's how I'm feeling because I, I heard it before. You previewed a couple of those songs on the podcast, like off air. And I was just like, well, I don't want nobody to hear them just yet. And then, of course, eventually Smoke comes out. But now that I'm listening to these rough drafts, I was like, okay, yeah, I remember these songs and I just keep listening to them. is a sense of me just, I can't wait to hear the final version because I know this shit's going to sound
1: amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it's really I'm very grateful that that's how you feel about the songs. That's really awesome. Um, and yeah, I'm the biggest stickler about like you know what. Like I just don't want to send my like. It's not even like oh I think someone's gonna leak it. It's not even about that. It's just more so like I just want people to get the the best representation of the song. Ever, yeah. And but but I mean, hearing it rough though. I, I'm the same way like sometimes I'd be listening to the rough drafts and I'm just like you know what Like this is really fucking good like I, I don't really know like other than just getting it mastered like I don't really know what else could be changed but then Papercut Dreams we actually had to tweak some stuff because like Jericho tried some effects on it that I just because Papercut Dreams is a very kind of indie rock kind of sounding song like it's like it's yeah it's not so much a kind of like what the band kind of goes for but so and he tried to bring some kind of like vocoder kind of stuff into the song which i mean for the most part it sounds good on other songs but i think this song is just kind of like i wasn't really feeling it so i so i actually recorded some ad libs for the track actually last night that sound pretty cool and like i've been really challenging myself vocally so like my dynamics and going like falsetto to low and all that stuff like changing it a lot i've been really doing that a lot more now so it's like i've been really going with my falsetto and uh it's definitely like i mean my falsetto obviously will get better over time but like right now it's at a pretty good place that like if i have the effects on and stuff it sounds pretty sick so i'm excited to hear how it sounds when it's mastered.
0: yeah that's what's up dude i um I think the, out of the ones that I, I did hear, including Smoke, of course, pa- yeah, Paper Cut Dreams is probably like the main one that sounds like like, pure rock. Like nothing added, nothing, nothing tweaked to make it sound like a modern day type thing. It's, it has a lot of just the pure rock influence going on.
1: Yeah, it's a vibe it's a vibe so, it, so it's like you don't want to throw it off because you start adding like all these new elements like uh yeah i think it's uh, it's really cool i think the music video like the concept was kind of tough for me because i was like yeah we should maybe i just really hope that whoever's listening if you're a fan of durazno um or if you're not check out durazno we have contemplated once we dropped the three songs is actually dropping a full length video of all of them connecting. Um I personally thought we should have dropped them all three at the same time in that one video. That oh man, happened.
0: that would have been so fucking dope.
1: That would have been so oh yeah, dude. That would've God. Been. I love shit like that, man. This
0: cause when y'all told me that in that interview. How it was yeah. a three-parter, but then it goes backwards. So I'm just visualizing how that video starts and how it ends and it, how it's going to sink from the second and then sink into the first. But yeah, if you had dropped them all at the same time, because I was like, because when the way that y'all explained it, I figured that a project was coming. I was like, oh, they're going to drop all three at the same damn time, I guess. But yeah if, if you guys had did that that would have been fucking dope
1: and i think it was just more so like we were all so eager like smoke looked so cool it sounded so good we all just were like you know what like we just want to drop something and we all can agree that maybe we kind of jumped the gun because our other singles weren't ready yet like um but no regrets at all. Like I think um, smoke everyone like uh, everyone who's seen it has you know had good feedback about it. They really like it, and it's a whole different vibe of music that I normally don't really adventure into. But the thing I, I like about myself in Durazno is that even though it's not music <coughs> I normally would make, it's music I've always wanted to make, mm. and it just sound like. It doesn't sound like i i never made music like that. It, like it can't like I feel like my style of music and what Durazno was before I joined and where I was at, I think we both needed kind of like a push to like try something new. and uh I think Durazno, like they needed a vocalist and I needed a band. So it was like, a very cool kind of combination that it's like, I'm like, Hey, like I can sing and rap and I can bring swagger to the group. And they're like, yeah, and we can bring you good grooves, you know, like a lot of, um, uh, influences from different genres. And we can just kind of make stuff. And I've been very shocked. Like, um, some of the new stuff, like we have a couple, I don't know exactly which demos I sent you. I don't know if I sent you one called interference
0: interference and then paper cut
1: dreams okay um yeah interference is just like uh that one updated is a lot like more electronic sounding on the vocals like there's a lot more choppiness and stuff it sounds really cool um but i real interference when the drums come in and it's like that latin kind of groove it's 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 pretty fucking sick and it's just stuff like that that it's like you don't get that stuff in hip-hop. No. Know? And it's like, you don't expect that song to be any rap at all. Like, at first, because it's all singing. And then just like it just drops, and I'm just rapping. And then now it's like, okay. And then, and then now it kind of gives that, like, kind of like a Lincoln Park feel at the end of the song, where I'm, like, singing and rapping and going back and forth. And it's, like, way more with the effects on it like, obviously, like, you've got kind of, like, the drier version, but, like, the affected one is very electronic, and it's super cool, and um, it's just stuff like that that it it makes making music with Durazno so fun because it's so fresh, so mm-hmm. new, and something Yeah, into that, That's what I mean when I go...
0: That, uh, when I say that listening to the rough draft version, <clears throat> I like that because... If you're a person that, that's into engineering and all that stuff, and you're familiar with dry and wet settings of vocals or different sounds and then reverb and gate levels and everything, if you're familiar with all of those, <clears throat> you'll never have a problem listening to like a rough version of a song. Like, this is my favorite thing about one, especially when it comes to. Kanye West's 808's and Heartbreak I don't know if you remember but before that album came out there were were a bunch of leaks and the first leak I heard the first two might have been Welcome to Heartbreak and then I think the second was RoboCop now I love RoboCop on the album I don't know why I like the rough draft a little bit more I think because it hits harder the beat but I mean at the same time, it's still it's still something that I really like in listening to on the album version. I just that rough draft version to me is just dope as shit. And then welcome to Heartbreak. Uh the vocals. Yeah, the vocals on the rough draft version are kicked up just slightly a little bit versus the album version. But that that's what that's what I mean when I say that. Most people won't understand it. Because they want to hear the clear and clean stuff i'm like sometimes sometimes it's rare the rough will not not say not to say that it'll sound better but there are people out there that are into stuff like that they will prefer the rough version over the the final version but then that's
1: on rare cases yeah i mean like I feel like, I feel like the only difference should be, in my opinion, between the rough and the master is just like volume levels and maybe like some cleaning up of like certain things. But like overall, like it's like, I really learned that at school is like you, you should have put on a compressor on something. And it's louder like if you turn it off your vocals quieter and then you turn it on and it's louder like the volume should be the same um like basically like gain staging and it, it, yeah. it's just stuff like that that it's like if you could have a great rough draft it's gonna like the mastering shouldn't be too hard besides maybe like two tweaks a yeah
0: something.
1: it just kind of boosts it so it's like level the whole way through like just stuff like that it's like you don't need oh um it's the master we gotta go make sure that we put all these extra bullshit on it yeah like it should already be it should already be final and then you get to the master and it's just like okay here's the volume i'm gonna boost the signals and then done
0: yeah And, and then to go back on kanye's thing um, okay, for instance Robocop because that's the most memorable for me with Robocop um, when I first heard it you know on YouTube on the the leaked version, the beat is throughout yeah. and towards the end where they have that little orchestral music going, the orchestral music is just playing alone by itself. He doesn't say you spoil a little la girl on that version but on the album version, um, throughout the verses You hear the orchestral sounds And then at the end of the song You hear him sing You spoil little LA girl Which I'm like eh It's I don't know I, I bounce back and forth In between the two And which ones I like More But It's, it's just is always a dope experience Regardless of who the artist is With the game staging And then Adding some tweaks And then maybe taking away some things that are necessary uh and then of course the volume the volume changing i just i don't know i just enjoy the process overall
1: yeah i mean like like i have some stuff i've been working on this dark alternative hip-hop album oh yeah and and then i've also been working on a kind of like a trap soul kind of solo project as well so i'm kind of like doing every type of genre that i've 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 loved trap soul is what made me start making music i just never really found producers and that could make that kind of specific stuff uh and which reminds me i've i've actually finally completed this vocal chain for myself that is like perfect and i think i finally found the right like settings for like our song that We still, like, I, like, I've just been waiting because I I just could not mix it the way I wanted it and I just wasn't going to, I wasn't going to do that to our song, you know? But now I finally have something that it's like, man, like, if I ever get free time and I'm not doing shit, like, I know exactly what I'm going to do, especially talking about this because that song might even fit, I mean, it'll probably be a single, but it could even fit in that kind of, like, in that project as well because it's very... Like, like, the vibe of the beat is very, like, kind of... Like, that's kind of Trap soul is. Yeah. Like, for sure. Hey, and look,
0: like, that, that's all I remember you telling me. You said, I need a Trap Soul-type beat. I don't know. And I'm like, I'm not really experienced in Trap Soul. I said, but let's see what I can do.
1: <laughs> and you did it. Yeah, yeah. Did. It just got some dude, School has been so fucking... So Squares, fucking crazy. Yeah. For dude. I actually had to defer some classes and like i'm gonna take an extra term of school because it just got to the point where i don't know i'm into something and it's taking away from stuff that i am into it's very hard for me to like care you know and it's like it's not that i didn't care it's just i didn't have time to create myself And it just kind of pissed me off to the point where I just started like not going to classes so I could have that extra time to do shit that I wanted to do. And I just did the smart thing. I'm like, okay, I don't want to like give a bad impression. So I'm just going to say, hey, I'm just going to do those classes later. Like I I don't have time. I just said, oh, I'm working. (laughs) You know, so something outside of. My music though, is I've actually started, I'm starting to get songwriting clients to where I'm actually writing songs for other people now, which is pretty cool. Mm. And um, I actually just wrote my contract. I'm still waiting to hear it back, but potentially I could have two clients that I'll start, I'll start to get paid to work with them. So I'm That's very dope. I'm very excited that I'm finally kind of doing exactly what I want to do. So if anyone's listening, if you need a songwriter, just hit my line.
0: <laughs> That's fire. Yeah, so.
1: Oh man. Oh like, like I had a contracts class. Uh, so I kind of just used the template of that and just kind of shaped it to the way because it was for a producer's agreement, but you know, it's a songwriter's agreement. So there's a little thing, there's a couple things that went well and a couple things that are like, yeah, that has nothing to do with anything I'm asking for. So and then um thankfully my mom is really involved in business so i had her kind of look over my contract and she helped me like reword things more professionally Mm -hmm. and stuff yeah so it's pretty cool and um that's what i i came out here to do is really certify myself as a songwriter and and actually you know what i I think I'm going to officially change my title on the social introvert podcast. I think instead of calling myself a songwriter, just call me a storyteller because it doesn't have to be in a song form. That's why I have my podcast. Let's talk stories. I like, I love telling stories. I love hearing stories. I love writing stories. I love singing stories. It's just, I'm a storyteller. And like a lot of people are like, oh, storyteller, like you read little kids books. Like if that's how, if that's how you want to interpret it, I'd love to read little kids books.
0: yeah that's a green green eggs and ham is still the greatest shit ever written i don't care
2: (laughs) um,
1: (laughs) what one was it by dr seuss that is like it's probably the most inspirational one um, the lorax
0: oh the places you go yes
1: yep Yeah, man, that one, man, that one, man, I just remember my grandma got that for me when I graduated high school and I was like, what the fuck, a Dr. Seuss book? Yeah, I took a chance on it. I was like, okay, whatever. I
0: tell you this much, man, like, yeah, there is basic, like writing, like, of course, they're for kids. But the one thing about them Dr. Seuss books that they're they have a, a much deeper meaning than what the average person would think like the Lorax. If people didn't know this already, they, there are certain schools that are trying to ban the Lorax and certain libraries that are trying to ban the Lorax because the book is about capitalism. It's It speaks on the negative side of capitalism. How can we tweak it to make capitalism better? Most people don't know that, but they've been trying to ban that book in multiple places for about almost half a decade now. So,
1: And it's because... I don't know I personally don't get some stuff like that I mean I mean I get America is capitalist you know so obviously, yeah. they're trying to make it look like it's the the greatest thing ever warfare. yeah yeah and you know what being in Canada all the all the hate America gets it's actually kind of funny. I mean, like I like I understand. Like, okay, cool. Like, America, <laughs> America has like the most uh, school shooting in the world. Okay, I don't know. like we get that. Our our gun policies are kind of all over the map. You know, um, it's not great. It's not perfect. Um, but you know what? At the end of the day, though, it's like. It could just be because I'm an American citizen, but the way Canada treats me as a as a foreigner, I mean, it's, it's not much better, to be honest, um, and yeah. how they treat their own citizens. Sure, people aren't getting shot up at school, so y- you have that on us, but your government cares more about giving crack to the homeless instead of actually helping the homeless. Like, they don't do anything for the homeless besides, hey, we'll give you Here's a needle exchange. Come exchange. Get, shoot up with clean needles. You're fucking. And, and it's 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 insane, bro. Like the amount of genitalia I've seen since I moved to Toronto is absolutely disgusting. Like I've, I can honestly say, you know, I've never seen just, you know, dicks, penis, like just asses, vaginas, just out. Like i oh, almost. I've had homeless people run up to me, and like, I had this one girl like she like ran up to my school and she was like, pulled down her pants, started touching herself, and was like, "Oh, I like, do you like this? Just give me a cigarette. Just give me a cigarette." Like, and it and like was like, it it was the most disgusting thing. It'll terrify you, man. That shit
0: happened to me two different occasions in Vegas. Um, One time in San Antonio. <laughs> and uh, in gal Gallif- in L.A., so it- it's terrifying. It- it's sad, but at the same time, it's just like, what the fuck? Like, what possesses them to do that? And of course, yeah, the the hard drugs. But it just makes you It, it made me wonder, like, what possesses people to even do that? Like, that's that's so crazy. Is it just to scare somebody
1: or? <laughs> what is it i i honestly think it's because when they were younger they could get away with stuff like that but now yeah. that they're like older they've been on the streets they're not clean now it's scary i'm sure when they were younger if they did that you know a guy's probably like, clean, you know, like you're pretty cute you yeah know? Like, yeah
0: you. like but that's the only thing i could picture it was like the only Type of person I ever seen really do that—just strip something off and just run around naked. And I, I, my, my little siblings did that at one point. My, my cousins did that, and I'm like, "Yo, go put some freaking clothes on, or something, or put a diaper on." As a matter of fact, come here so I can put it on for you. Yeah. And then they'll purposely—they'll just purposely take it off again and start laughing and running around some more. But I'm like, I've only ever seen a child do that, and it just blows my
1: freaking mind. But well. Yeah. And like like genuinely I feel bad cuz it'd be different in California where it's warm all the time or like mm-hmm. Vegas where it's like pretty much warm except at night like maybe cuz it's a desert but dude like you see like and there's this one girl that she she's a tall girl like she has to be like 6'4 like I look up to her like and I'm about I'm about 6'2 and she just always her ass is just always out and it's just like it's so beat it's like um and I just remember I I saw her and it was really cold and like you could just see like and it's not that I'm looking it's just like I'll be walking and she'll just like I I don't know why my school is like the it's like right on the cusp of where it gets really fucking scummy Uh so it's like right outside my school we have these benches and it's like the crackhead shoot-up spot i swear to god like man. i walk by and see like five people just passed out just like dozed off like i've actually seen ambulance come and actually have to like bring people back to life right outside oh, my, my school so man. so like for all for everyone listening like no i'm not like Actively seeking out this girl, but I've seen this girl at least six times in the last since the start of May and It's crazy. Like all the crack kids know her like man like one time She was probably like, you know 30 feet ahead of me and I'm walking home with my friend Aiden and Who is the producer for my dark hip-hop album and? This guy on a bike. He's like going The opposite way as us and I swear to God said he skid his bike and, like, stop. He's like, oh, there you are, pretty lady. I've been looking for you. And she's like, please don't slap my ass. Please don't slap my ass. And then he, like, slaps her ass. And she's like, oh, it's you. You're pretty cute. And just, like, just that interaction, I was just, like, and now (laughs) I see her. She's wearing the same ass fucking plastic-ass heels, fucking walking with a limp. Like, man, she probably has a rough life. And I'm not saying this to sit there and like pick on this lady because there's a thousand of her like you know what i mean there's yeah. millions of her and it's, it's it's not just her so i'm not trying to single her out but i swear to god i've never seen clothing on her legs like i like i like and if she has like a skirt on it's pulled all the way up to where her ass is completely out and it's it's just disturbing like i couldn't imagine if i was with my like son. Or something. I was walking with a kid and like I'm just like, yeah, like son, like don't look at that. And then some guy just comes up, slaps her ass, and he's like, uh it is instantly right it's there. It's never the same for that kid. Like even that, yeah. it's not that traumatizing. But it's like the,
0: the yeah, the, the kid saw it regardless. Like it, there's things that even me being young, and you, know, you know, being with my dad and it's it's nothing that you could just keep the child from seeing because once the child sees it, it's just like, well, (laughs) that's it. And that's what, you know, you're I wouldn't say become familiarized with, but it's just something that you're exposed to. Maybe later down the line, you'll you'll get familiar on and to know what that is or what that was or that scenario. But what you're saying about what you're saying about, you know, America the the hate that it gets, um, do
1: you think it's unwarranted? Sometimes I think it's not necessarily unwarranted. Like I think there, some people do make some good points. Uh-huh. But it's like, but it's like at the end of the day, what? I'll just focus on the school. I'll just focus on the school stuff. Because obviously, obviously like do i feel safe sending my kids to school like would i feel safe if i had kids right now maybe not but that doesn't matter it doesn't matter what i feel like you know like i'm not gonna hide my kids from reality. that's the real world that america is that's just how it is imagine if the government was like, like you guys have to give us your guns." do you know exactly what would happen or like they like change the constitution or something there'd be a there'd be a war There'll people
0: would go war. insane so like what is
1: so like what is the government supposed to do other than like try and regulate it better yeah you know what i mean I, like yeah i can't just take like like out here you know those little um those little like i don't know what they're called but they're like they're kind of like knives but you slide it up and you use it to cut wires
0: yeah box cutters
1: or yeah, but like they're a little longer. But yeah, basically that though.
0: Um, like oh I, I know what you're. They're not box cutter. I know what you're talking
1: about. I can't think of that name like a right skinnier now. Skinnier blade. But yeah, so like yeah. those in Canada are considered a firearm. Like if I had one oh. of those and I was cutting something in public, like like a branch or something, I could get a firearm possession charge. What? Wow. So it's like. That's overregulated, And maybe that's... But, like, sure, are the school shootings down? Sure. Yeah, definitely. But, like, what if Canada decided to go and walk up to every person's house with soldiers and was like, hey, you got to give us all your money. How are they going to defend themselves? Like, I think that's, like, that's how America was founded, was that we, like, were rebels. We rebelled yeah like it's just
0: pure pure rebellious nature that's all
1: it is man and then it's like you can't control that a kid you know psychologically had issues and went and killed people like that even if guns were illegal to own they're those kinds of people are gonna find it anyway oh yeah
0: 'Cause they're they keep wondering that they're, they're like, Well, how do these kids keep finding these guns? And I laughed. I said, Well, I say, uh, you've not walked around the rough parts of New York. I said, because there are kids in that that there are kids younger than him that are walking around with guns. Especially like in the the late eighties and early nineties era. There are kids walking around that were like maybe just old enough to start hustling a little bit like the 9 and 10 year olds and 11 year olds and so on and so forth they were able to get guns off the street just like that I said it, I'm pretty sure it's no different in where he was at in Texas it, yeah, uh, it was probably easier for him to find a gun there than it is in a big city like New York
1: and it's like dude at the end of the day sure is what I think perfect no but I don't live in fear. You know, yeah. Like if I had to push up to school every single day, and there, I dude, I remember the fear I had when 9/11 happened. And I was all the way in Colorado. I wasn't. I wasn't anywhere near the Twin Towers when that happened. And I still was hiding in in my backpack cubby with all the other kids, and we were locked down. There were mm-hmm. school shooters walking around, and it's never. It's never been safe. no But was I scared? no because like what like i feel bad for everyone that's lost somebody due to something as stupid as this and as crazy as this like i i genuinely my heart goes out to everyone in texas and all the all the unjust stuff that's shown up about but the reason why you don't hear about any other countries is because their government regulates everything that gets said that's that's the difference that's the difference is like like Iran and maybe sure like maybe their schools are being shot at but the adults that are speaking out against the government are you know I remember
0: oh go ahead go ahead
1: I have a friend who is um who is from Turkey and he can't return because his family simply is against the political powers and their family speaks out against it and he he's not even allowed to go back because if he goes back the government will be able to like you know take him and like use out yeah. against his family and that's put him in in prison that's scary yeah that's yeah they
0: have a a buddy over in Thailand. he was like <clears throat> he was like yeah he's a he's from here but he was like man I'll tell you this don't come over here talking shit. He's like, I know you are. Sid. He said, I know how you are. Said, he said, I know you want to get out and, and visit places. He's like, and I know you got a lot to say about our government. He's like, there are some things that here in Thailand, you is not so bad, but at the same time, you'll take notice to the one thing. If you were to come out here and then things change, and you wanted to stay, you best not talk shit. He said, because if they catch you and they monitor you, if they catch you, that's prison. You, they're locking you up at least. They, I think he said the maximum The maximum had to be like 20 in prison. And I was just like, just for like saying something like slick. And they're like, yeah. He said, you know how the whole uh, the, the the previous presidency was? I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah don't go over there talking that shit it's like wow and i never knew that so i was doing research on other countries just like you said in turkey that was my first time just finding that out i didn't know turkey did it i didn't know they operated like that
1: yeah and yeah i didn't either to be honest it was um Yeah, it was very shocking to just, like, hear that that was his story. Because it was like, he's like, oh, like, I told him about how hard it was for me to come back to Toronto after, you know, um, getting sent home that one time and just, and then I was just like, yeah, like, it was kind of a bitch to come back. And, like, I didn't even know if I wanted to come back. And then I ended up coming back. And then they gave me my visa. They didn't even give me a visa long enough. I applied to extend it. They rejected it because I sent the original acceptance letter and I didn't specify that I joined school later than my acceptance letter said. Because I got accepted October 20 and I joined school July 21. So it's like by their logic, they're like, okay, well, you should have finished school by January 22. be how long the course is and it's like you fucking oh you that's crazy yeah it's like clearly you guys saw when i came to the country i didn't do the school online so what makes you think that i yeah i don't know it was crazy it was crazy to me just
0: just that whole story man you told me that first time he's like yeah they um they sent me back i'm like what are you talking about He's like, they sent you he's like, Yeah, they sent me back, dude. I'm like, Wow. And you broke that that story down. I said, like, I don't even know how I I, I would have been I, I wouldn't even know what to do. <clears throat> in that
1: predicament. Yeah, dude, no, I was <clears throat> I was like I mean, it's fair to say I was depressed. It took me a long time to get over that. It it ruined a lot of things for me at that mm-hmm. at that time in my life. And I mean mm-hmm. Now, like looking back at it, it wasn't as negative as I thought it was because it was like the the time I joined, the term I joined, the kids <laughs> in my class, everyone is, is going to be a superstar. So, I mean, like the students I was with were absolutely fantastic. Everyone's awesome. Everyone's cool. Everyone makes it different. Like type of music and um so yeah so i've just been collaborating with a bunch of people that make just different music than me and yeah (laughs) my personal life i'm just happy that i finally got my bunny you know and uh life is i think like my thing is is i applied to extend it again because obviously i like i can't be here if it If I'm not allowed to be and I swear to God man I promise you if it comes back and says rejected again like I just I really don't know how I would be able to like cope with it because I'm literally building my roots here I'm finally getting my fee I'm doing exactly what I want to do and just because the government wants to play hardball it's like I have to pay so much money just for my asthma like you don't understand, like it's a hundred dollars just to talk to a doctor. Yeah, man. No yeah. doctor has seen me in person. It's all been over the phone, so they're just taking my word for it. Jesus man. I, I could be I could be lying to them, you know? Like yeah. I, I'm not because but and then and then I have to pay about roughly eighty dollars just to get my inhalers. So it's like that's a hundred and eighty dollars basically every two months. Yeah, and it's like if I was, enough if I was just a Canadian citizen, you know, it'd be free. It's bullshit. It's like that's why America. I really like America's insurance. Like, if you don't, if you want really good insurance, there's that. If you can only afford the bare minimum, there's that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you don't have insurance, it's you, you gotta pay. Like, everyone has to pay in some capacity. It's not just like oh. It's not like favoritism. Like America accepts everybody. Well, I mean, sure, there's a lot of people that have a hard to get into America. Like I'm not going to doubt that. I've had a lot of friends tell me how hard it is to get a study permit and stuff to go to the United States and I get that. You know, but that's but it's not any easier to go to Canada, especially being an American. I feel like if I was from Ukraine or from Afghanistan or something like that Canada just drops to their knees for those people Mm -hmm. it's like they just want to be like oh we're the good people like it's like I'm sorry Canada is beautiful everyone here is very nice but the government is ran so poorly and it's like like Doug Ford just got reelected as the Ontario person I don't know what they're called um And it was like only 30% of Ontario, which is Ontario, it takes about 24 hours to drive all of like from one side of Ontario to the other. Like it's massive. It's like basically going from Florida to like New York. Mm -hmm. That's like how much space just Ontario is. And only 30% of the whole population voted. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. It's like Everybody just knows that whoever they vote, is just gonna suck anyway. Like, right? Yeah. it's kind of right. like, uh, okay, here we go again. Someone is... still because it's like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to get on Canada's good side. So maybe I shouldn't do this, or I'll "Won't accept." <laughs>
0: no, yeah, just yeah. We're yeah. You don't have to go any further than that, bro. <laughs>
1: yeah, I
0: I have my I, I have a lot of grievances and frustrations to share with our government, so. Yeah, I, th- I think some people that might know me they know how i feel or they probably don't even have to even hear me speak they probably just they're like yeah this dude <laughs> he looks like a fucking freedom fighter <laughs> 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 But yeah man oh um, there's
1: starring Sid davis <laughs>
0: oh god but no um because i know I know we could go long. I know we said we weren't gonna do anything two hours. So
1: <laughs> and I feel like we're like already pushing that.
0: We're we're pushing. Oh yeah. <laughs> we can um we can go ahead and um wrap it up here. Okay. If you want to, that's uh, cool. All right. Oh I'm I mean and of course I'm gonna have you back regardless. Yeah. yeah. So
1: it, and then and then I'll and then I'll have you on on the To Jupiter and Back podcast once you get that yeah. Lo Fi project going.
0: I can't. Oh man, don't worry. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, bro. So that wraps this episode up for us. Thank you for listening to episode 403 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Let them know where they can follow you, Malik.
1: You can follow me at Malik underscore underscore Miller on Instagram. That's an I E K M A L I E K. And, uh, you can find me on Apple Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, Anchor, Instagram, Twitter, or not Twitter, YouTube. And you can find me in the stars. Just look up and you'll see me somewhere. Nice. And you guys know where to find me as
0: usual on Instagram and Twitter at IC Davis. You can follow the podcast page, which is at the Social Introvert Podcast. Twitter is at Social Intro Pod. And sing your thoughts, you got any questions, you need any advice, don't hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And just to end this episode, I'm gonna end it with a, a song from Malik Miller. This is off of his Jupiter album. This is Jupiter slash make the call. And uh see you guys next time. Peace. the um, social introvert.
2: Only people bigger than me, gon' be my children Now you talking so much of me, just keep on mentioning I'm a motherfucking Jupiter, another planet Oh my God, this shit is crazy. Someone gonna have to tame me Radio banger sitting at the edge of my pen 21 years young with the greatest perspective I don't need you to teach me how I should live I promise all of my naysayers that I got this shit Gotta know why you the ones who always be talking shit So I get your girl to meet me at Laguna When you in the club won't let me in She just tryna to live, yeah Thought it would be chill When everyone doubted me They trying to take my will I won't let you stop me Even if you say you will